Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, we play a game, and we try to tell you how long we've lasted throughout those seven days on playing said game. We play game. Sam, <laughs> what have we played this week? This week, or for the last seven days, we have attempted to play Sayonara Wild Hearts from Annapurna Interactive, your favorite, mm. Your, mm. your favorite game publishing company. Remind me what great titles they have released in the past. Florence! Oh, boy. (laughs) But they also published uh, Donut County. Mm, Okay, that was good. Which was delightful. Uh, Let me read you, Edwin, the description of Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara. Sayonara Wild Hearts is a dreamy arcade game about riding motorcycles, skateboarding, dance battling, shooting lasers, wielding swords, and breaking hearts at 200 miles per hour. As the heart of a young woman breaks, the balance of the universe is disturbed. A diamond butterfly appears in her dreams and leads her through a highway in the sky where she finds her other self, the masked biker called The Fool. The Fool? Well, if you you couldn't hear it, Edwin was rubbing his eyes and temple. (laughs) (laughs) Shush, Sam, this is an audio medium. No one can know how I really feel. Journey through a custom-written pop soundtrack, chase scores, and set out to find the harmony of the universe, hidden away in the hearts of Little Death and her star-crossed allies, Dancing Devils, Howling Moons, Stereo Lovers, and Hermit 64. (laughs) Hermit 64! Let's pop! That like kids bop, but something else. (laughs) So this is uh, developed by yet another... Game company in Malmo. Gosh. In Sweden. Damn, what are those Swedes? I guess they have to do something over those long winters where they can't leave the house. Developing game seems to be their jam. Yeah. Speaking of jam. <laughs> Uh-oh. Edwin, tell me your thoughts about Sayonara Wild Hearts. Well, I did not enjoy this week, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, Can boy. you describe the game for me? Yes, I would describe it as a perpetual migraine in uh, in phone form. Uh, it, I think it accurately recreated the feeling of standing in the middle of a 90s arcade. Mm. Like you're just assaulted on all fronts. So bright colors, loud sounds. You are moving at 200 miles an hour. <clears throat> Bling-blong sounds. Yeah. Uh, no, lots of, real clue, no real clue what's going on. Lots of tapping. Yeah. Lots of moving your thumbs all across the screen. This is Cristiano Ronaldo kick and run, but you're on a bicycle. But I imagine he was not the original perpetrator of such game mechanicalisms. Right. So earlier games that come to mind are games like Temple Run, right? Where you're running on this lane track and you can swipe between the left track, the middle track and the right track. But in Seven Hour Wild Hearts, it's a little bit more fluid, right? It's, it doesn't set you off in like these different tracks. But I would also say, like, that is one level. Well, you can tell how far I've got. The other levels get crazy. Okay. So, um, like the game said, like, there's, like, a beat-matching portion where you have to tap to the rhythm. There is sort of, like, a, a Galaga portion where it's, like, a top-down shooter. And then there's, like, a... I don't know. Did you play the original, like, Star Wars arcade game where everything is sort of, like, in lines and polygons? And then you sort of have to like go through the tunnel in the Death Star and you have to dodge like the, the walls. Oh, no, I don't think I've played that, no. So there's like a portion like that in the game, mm. which is crazy. 
Yeah, so I would say like there's like a total of probably eight different types of gameplay. Many games in in one. In one Sayonara Wild Hearts. Take eight games into the shower? No, I just take one. <laughs> there is a lot of music in this game. There is a lot of music in this game. <laughs> it is inescapable. You cannot <laughs> escape. There is no option to turn off music. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I would, I mean, that sort of makes sense. I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is sort of like the whole point of the game. Like it a is lot a pop of it, music video game. Right. It is like a lot of the game has beat matched portions. So if you're familiar with games like Guitar Hero uh, or Osu Tatakai Oenduan. Uh, that was what I was going to say. Which is like this, it's like a really popular subculture game where you tap portions of the screen, but then like you have to move your finger at the same time in, in accordance with the song. Okay. So you have to sort of memorize the song in order to, for you to know, you know what, where the tapping belongs. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were portions of the game that also reminded me of F zero. Oh, I like that game. Yeah. That is a good game. <laughs> no, that's not fair. It's just not to my taste. I think as I age, I become a grumpy, surly old man. And this is very loud and jarring and shiny and glossy. I mean, it looks fantastic. Right. Uh, it was too much for me. So okay. It's like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> too much. So I think really what happened was there are two, the two frustrating things happened for me. One, for the first level... You're, you know, you're, okay, I'm like, okay, right, we're in, you're, you have to choose the right lane, collect the coins. It's so fast, or maybe my reflexes are so slow, that I just spent my time avoiding all the coins, because by the time I see them, I move to that lane, and of course, then they've stopped, and then now they're on the other lane. Right. So I was just like, well, this is just annoying. Yeah, uh, it yeah. is a really high reaction game. Like, you need to be on your tiptoes yes. in order for you to really react to everything that's happening on screen. So I was actually collecting more coins if I just didn't change lanes. So I'm like, well, okay, now I'm just listening to this very loud music. Uh, there is, there are hollow hearts which crop up now and then, mm-hmm. uh, which they don't tell you, but if you tap on screen, that's how you collect them. Um, otherwise, you just zoom past them. You can run into them. And I think you have to tap the screen to actually collect them, to activate or something. I think something happens if you tap the screen. Anyway. Okay. Right, Maybe. Yeah. See, yeah. There is no tutorial. You're just thrown straight into it, which, as we've discussed before, pluses and minuses. Uh, the second level, however, I was like, okay, well, fine. Let's see if I can push through. Second level then introduces the concept of like dodging around parked cars. There's like a fork in the road at some point. Um, I was like, okay, cool. All right, great. I can, I can do this. Like even, even I can't collect all the hearts, I can at least, you know, dodge the upcoming vehicles and like, okay, I, I played as Christian Aldo's kick and run. I know what's up, but it is so fast. And, my, and again, my reflexes are probably just slow. But I just got into a loop where I was just crashing into the same car over and over again. And when that happens, the music goes... I was like, this is just awful. Let me get, I can't. And I quit out. Right. And this was my experience of the game. So okay. I'm a commercially old man. Suddenly come confronted with youth culture. I was like, wow, what is that? Stop it. Okay. I had the exact opposite reaction. Right. Because the game starts you off and then it starts off with like a monologue of this sage old lady reading about star-crossed lovers or something like that right didn't start off on the right foot for me but i can understand <laughs> exactly so i was like yes i am here for this yeah and then it immediately goes into like this enveloping song uh that goes in tune with like the screen 
and like this really good thumping beat. Oh yeah. That, yeah, you better like this song because you're going to hear it a lot if you're ever interacting with the menus. Right. And this is when I knew like I immediately like loved the game. <laughs> I mean, the music is pretty much my jam. Electro pop, right? Synth pop, teen yeah. electro EDM pop. Like that's all like stuff that I like. Yeah. So immediately I was like, okay, I'm all about this. Let's start the game. And then the game is just like absolutely turns into like this beautifully like the graphics are absolutely amazing. Like I think the design is one thing uh, outside of the design itself. It's like all the iconography, like every level is so well crafted from like a visual look. It has like a color story, like the characters are all, they look amazing and the animations are great. Uh, yeah. I was just all about this game. Um, yeah. And then like the music and the way that it sort of like makes the game so much better and, you know, like I did that thing where after I played the game, I went and listened to the soundtrack mm. and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, they complement each other so well that without the game and you're just listening to music, it doesn't really have the same effect. And then having played the game and after having played some of the levels that have the songs, it makes that song so much better because you recollect the mm. visuals from it. It's right. sort of like when you watch a music video. And the music video is so good that you kind of love the song after that. And then you listen to the song again on the radio and you're just like, the song kind of <laughs> sucks, right? It's not that the song sucked in this case. It's just that the the visual enhancements add so much richness to it. Yep, I hated it. <laughs> but I think I'm in a minority. I've heard people really enjoy this game and I would absolutely recommend people check it out because it's um it's a thing that happens on the phone right um yeah so i the other aspect that i really liked about this is that it did have a variety of different games so normally a game like this that runs its course by the end of it you're kind of sick of the mechanic but here it does seem like they really tried to think of every different way to make this type of runner this sort of style where like you're going on a path and like collecting things that they had so many different variations of it that it kept it interesting and they added really good touches of like you know tapping in time with the music or like smashing it to to raise a meter until you like punch really hard to making it like a top-down scroller it was, it was like lots of really creative ways to to reuse this engine so how far did you get sam i don't know if we have Wii markers or progress automatas so there is a sort of level meter when you start the game okay. like there is um if you if you press play after the the entrancing music that you hear in the beginning and the intro that they love to play every time you start it yes. right that they could have gone away with not long ago in a town much like yours okay yeah um yeah and also there isn't like a skip button which you just have to like tap the screen and it goes away it's just not hammer that screen right so if you press start game uh you will face a meter and then on the bottom, there are dots that tells you how how much you have. Oh, I see. Progress you have made. Okay. All right. Well, prepared to be embarrassed, Sam. I am on the third dot. <laughs> okay. I thought you'd be on like the second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I got further than I thought. So I did finish the game. Hey, so, look at this guy. Uh, I think that is what is that? Let's say twenty. Right. About twenty. Twenty levels. Yeah. From eyeballing it. Hmm. Um, and I got to say, it was a, a absolutely delightful experience that I loved. But there are definitely things that I should recall that are good and bad. 
in some kind of format that they call three by threes? Yes, okay. to the three by threes, Edwin. Okay, uh, it is a game that exists. <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay, that's unfair. Uh, I think if you are into eighties revival pop uh, video fun games, like this, really does capture that spirit. It's beautiful to look at. The colors are great. The music is very loud and um, of its type. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of add on <laughs> yes, to that. Yes, please do. And that if you, if you like beat match games, like if you are fans of, I don't know, like stuff like um, Rock Band or Guitar Hero, and you want to look for an experience like that on the mobile phone, definitely give this a try. It has those aspects with really good music, not just like licensed music. It's actually custom music that they made for the game mm. that I really like. Uh, and if you're into that kind of music, electro poppy synth stuff, um, definitely give this a go. And that's all the good points we have. Okay. <laughs> Second good point yeah. is this is a game that has different styles of gameplay intermix. So, you know, if you're if you're bored with like the first level, like you'll definitely find it that the change up between the levels adds to the overall gameplay experience and actually has some sort of narrative in there that you know in some crazy way makes sense. There are maybe about like six to eight different styles of games that are in there. Um, it does definitely keep you interested, so it's not an experience where you're going to get bored of it right away if you're already bored of it. <laughs> Unless you're Edwin. Unless you're Edwin. Would you hate it instantly? <laughs> but that is just me being a, a grump. My third, my third uh, good point is that if you like a game with an amazing look and stunning visuals, and I, and in accordance to Edwin, like eye popping visuals that sort of makes your eyes bleed. Uh, and, migraine, if, yep. and if you're all about that yeah. aesthetic, then this is definitely a game. Like the, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like you can get, um, I'm sure people are going to get tattoos <laughs> on the right. designs in this game. It's very tattoo worthy. Yes. Um, I think it probably does a good mix of story and gameplay. There's something girl, something, something butterfly, something, something. It's about a girl who has a broken heart and she's just trying to mend it, Edwin. Oh, well, there you go. So tale as old as time. <laughs> so she jumps on a bicycle through the mean streets of Neon City. A skateboard first and then it turns into a bicycle and then it turns into a car and then she turns into a spaceship and then she needs to fight everyone. Well, there we yeah. go. Classic tale. That's right. <laughs> Tolkien wrote that, I think. <laughs> uh, on to the bad points, Edwin. If you aren't of a, hmm, how do I say this? If you aren't young at heart. If you're not young at heart. If you're an old, if you, if you are an old grump and uh, you, you know, want a like, hyperactive giant migraine explosion in your face, um, probably avoid this <laughs> game, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, on top of that, like, if you don't like games that, make you required to listen to music. And I think this might've been the biggest offender for you (laughs) is you're very picky about your ears and what your ears listen to. Um, True. Yeah. If you don't want to have to require to listen to music, uh, then this is not the game for you. Like you have to understand what the music is doing and where it's going in order for you to even complete some of these levels. You don't have to be all in on the experience. Right. And go with it and be ready to jump in. And I like, yeah, if, if you like, in, if you don't like intense games where you have to focus and be on your tiptoes and be on your toes and sort of expect every move really quickly, like this isn't the game for you. Like you need to have pretty fast reflexes in order for you to enjoy the game. 
Otherwise, you just end up avoiding hearts like right. I did. <laughs> Which is infuriating. Uh, yeah, I can I can tell like if you yeah that. But on the good side of that is that they have really good checkpoints to like where if you crash, it doesn't start all the way from the beginning. That's true, right? Yeah. It sets you off in a pretty good point where you do feel like okay, I could have done that better. And also, it's kind of beat matches. Like the mistakes are kind of beat matched, so it doesn't you know ruin the overall experience of your listening. Yeah, I think one thing I kind of missed was any kind of feeling of consequence like mm. i don't think there was like a life count meter or a health healthometer definitely two real words so you could just keep on crashing over and over again which is what i did right and i was like well why am i doing this is it it's a certain style of game but like i didn't feel pressure to do a, a level well or not crash because right. it didn't seem to have any effect on the outcome. and i think that's actually a pretty good point as well is that um the consequences aren't too bad but for me it was bad enough for me to try and get it right to keep coming back and try and get it right. But also they did something really clever. Like if you crash like more than three or four times, you know, the narrator stops you and be like, is this too hard for you? Oh, I never got that far. We can tone it down. Do you want to tone it down? And you're like, yes, tone it down and make it easier for me. No, not this time. And never ask me again. (laughs) That was a nice touch. Yeah. I thought that was really clever. It's like, I can see how people got, can get frustrated by not being able to clear a portion and yeah, I just want to be able to enjoy this game and make it easier for me. Damn, what is your final seven-day rating for Sayonara Wild Hearts? Seven out of seven days. Wow. This, yeah, it's absolutely delightful. I was able to play a couple of levels each time, and on the seventh day, I blasted through all of it. It was, um, yeah, it was just amazing. I'm, I'm actually going to play through it again, try and get... On hard mode? Better rankings, because some of these levels are pretty impossible the first time around. You kind of need to memorize the locations, and sorry, I didn't get to mention like my last bas- bad point is that sometimes the controls of the different games within iOS is really, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like, even though I set the sensitivity to high, uh, the, the, mo- the, the way that I was moving my thumb, I felt like either the character was like really sluggish and didn't really respond well to what I was doing, or like I just felt like I wasn't getting a direct control of the character and was not getting all the hearts that I could have gotten. So you did change, because I think somewhere in a menu setting, you can change sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So, you went so I did change it to high. Dexterity. I did. But even then, like I felt it wasn't good enough. Yeah, maybe I, that's what I was running into of like, I was just feeling like I was just, just avoiding hearts is very frustrating. Right. And there's like, it felt like some of those levels, it felt like there was a delay mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like, yeah, I was, I was getting it right. Well, I think in a seven days to play first, we have a seven one split. Because <laughs> for me, this was a one day game. This was terrible. I hated every second of it. <laughs> but I am a grump and I totally recognize this. I don't think I'm representative and you should totally check out this game. Well, I think uh, good thing it's on Apple Arcade because <laughs> right. you don't really have to pay for it. Or you've already paid for you've it. You've already yeah. paid for it, right. <laughs> You're paying for other games that you might like. Yes. <laughs> That's, that should be the tagline hopefully you've you've bought other games that you also like (laughs) so we should balance out okay so that was sayonara wild hearts i'm sorry that it didn't fit your needs but i'm glad i tried it edwin do you have something else that might make my sayonara wild hearts flutter (laughs) oh boy do i I'm usually very wary whenever you're that enthusiastic well let's see sam you have seven days to play kleptocorns uh-oh. Kleptocorns? 
magical freaking unicorns. This is not an Apple Arcade game. This is not. No, we are busting out of the arcade. Uh, from the creator of Klepto Cats and Klepto Dogs comes Hyperbeard's corniest adventure yet. Kleptocorns, magical freaking unicorns. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I can tell that my daughter would probably love this game. There you go. Fun for all of the family. <laughs> Meet the Kleptocorns, discover new worlds, collect awesome items, play carnival games. Damn, you have seven days to play Kleptocorns. What made you select this? Don't know. I was feeling really crabby and I wanted to find something so they would annoy you. <laughs> okay, so you went from thinking that Sayonara Wild Hearts was an assault on your visual senses and then you chose this game. Which technically have brighter True. and more colors than Sayonara Wild Hearts. But it seems a little bit more chill. But uh, <laughs> tune in in seven days' time to find out if that's true or not. All right. I'm going to check out this Kleptocorns and see what it's all about. <laughs> it's like candy corns, but you've stolen them. Before we go, Sam, do you have anything of the week? I don't know if you've heard, but Disney has come out with a new service. Mm, Disney Plus. Called Disney Plus. <laughs> the French, French service. Yes. <laughs> And then they have a show, a very French-sounding show called The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right. And have you, have you been seeing this show? Uh, well, only one episode is out. Okay. Of the day of our recording. I think the second episode actually drops today. Um, but I did watch the first episode. How was it, Sam? Excellent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It gave me good Firefly vibes. Which yeah. we have been looking for since approximately 1999. Right. Or maybe like 2005 with Firefly, yeah. Rip, RIP, wash. Mm, oh, spoiler. But that was 15 years ago, so yeah. come on, really. I think Statute of Limitations yeah. is totally fine on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it gave me, you know, it was one of those like things where you notice things about other Star Wars that you're like, hey, this is completely different. Like one of the things that I noticed about this when I started watching Mandalorian, it's like, it's so quiet. Mm, it's that's very sort of like, that. you know, introspective. And then I was like, yeah, Star Wars movies are usually like really loud, right? Either like the TIE fighter is screaming as it flies by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just, it was just really cool. It gave me like a good Western vibe, which I think, you know, obviously it's the thing that it's going for. And the mythology behind it in the Star Wars lore is pretty cool. And found out it was written by John Favreau of Pod Save America. Oh, yes. <laughs> no. Of, uh, yeah, the Iron Man and the chef. And yeah, I was very surprised and delighted. It's, it's cool stuff. How has your experience been with the Disney Plus app so far? Amazing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely no. I mean, only the first day, like after I registered, I tried logging back in and it was like delayed slightly, but mm. I'm actually very, very impressed with the app. It has everything that I'm looking for. Like you can download movies on it. Nice. Um, you, like, you know, everything that you'd expect from a player, like has the closed captioning. It has like the, the forward and rewind 10 seconds and all that stuff. Very well thought out. I was very impressed. Nice. Have you explored the Apple TV plus? Apple TV Plus. No, I haven't. Mainly because I don't have... See, that's the other misconception. I know that Apple TV Plus, you don't need an Apple TV in order to watch it. Right. You can technically watch it on your iPhone and your iPad. Oh, uh, that's true. But but for some reason, I felt like 
that was a barrier. And so I haven't decided to check it. Also, their shows look really dumb. <laughs> I mean, I got to be like that C show where the people are blind, but they're all gorgeous. Visually challenged. <laughs> right. And they're all like, you know, look really cool with amazing beards. Yeah, that's that a beach to trim in the morning. That have been <laughs> trimmed perfectly. Everyone has really cool hairstyles. Right. No. <laughs> I did buy an Apple TV recently because um, I just got annoyed with my Amazon Fire Stick. And I think uh, any purchase of that or like an iPhone, you get a year's free Apple TV Plus. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, that Ronald D. Moore show, the space show. Oh, right. Might the, be interesting. For all mankind. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 That sums up our Apple TV Plus review. I think, yeah, I think... It needs a few seasons of the show to like bake. Yeah, I mean, launching a TV network is super hard. Launching right. a TV network with like astonishing blockbuster shows even harder. So and Disney yeah. Plus, I mean, Disney has been doing it for years now. I mean, they had their own channel on TV for yeah. oodles, oodles of years. That is the oodles of years. Yes. <laughs> My thing of the week is a podcast. I'm not sure I've mentioned before, but I've listened to it for quite a while. It's called No Such Thing as a Fish. Oh, it's a British podcast based around the research that happens for the British TV show QI, oh. which is the one of the many, 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 many British panel TV shows, which is just not a thing in the US. Like panel comedy shows, it is not right. a thing here, so but they, they are freaking everywhere in England. Yeah, like they gather a bunch of comedians that are really good on TV, that are good on like thinking Generally on four the fly, comedians, yeah. right? And then they just talk about a topic and then have everyone sort of react to each other. Right, it's a kind of a cue for like improv or... Like sassy one-liners and stuff, right? But they're all just sat, yes. sat down. Yeah, they can <laughs> even like watch a show together, and you see like their reactions, right? This would even work as a podcast, really, right? But it's oh, uh, I didn't yeah. realize that that was like the research behind that show. Yeah, so the team that does the research for the QI show, which is a panel show where the prompts are like surprising facts about mm. things, and you kind of have to guess: is this true or is it false, or what's the answer to this? Uh, they then spun that off into a podcast. No such thing as a fish. They had their first live show in New York. Oh, they've done a bunch of live shows like in Europe and stuff, but they first time in uh, in New York. I went to see last week. Dragged the boyfriend who's never heard of them before. I feel so bad for him. I dragged him to like <laughs> my brother, my brother and me that he had no idea who they were until Lin Manuel Miranda pops out and he's like, "Oh my god, this is a real show." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. real until yeah. he pops yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, dragged him to no such thing as a fish, but he really enjoyed it. That's so, awesome. That's uh, slowly trying to coax him. Into listening to more podcasts. Yeah. We've got tickets for My Dad Wrote a Porno at Radio City in in April. So That's a great show to go to, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I heard they got a new show. My my understanding is that they now have a new show. So all their live shows generally been the same. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. This world world tour happening next year is a new chapter from the The insane mind of Rocky Flintstone. (laughs) This is Belinda's 30th birthday party. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. You'll see. That's amazing. Okay, well, that is our show. Sam, you lucky, lucky boy, you have seven days to play Kleptocorns. Kleptocorns. It sounds like some disease. It does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, like of the foot. Are you suffering from Kleptocorns? Do you know pads? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This ointment shall heal <laughs> you of your Kleptocorns. Do not use for no one else. <laughs> yeah. Do not use for seven days a week, if you... If vomiting or diarrhea occurs, stop use immediately. Please see a doctor. 
Okay, that's it. Thank you. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can. At, at 7 Days to play. play. If you want to tweet us some game suggestions, you can also do that too. At 7 Days to Play. If you want to listen to us some more, you can find our entire back archives and back catalogue at... 7 Days to Play on Spotify. Spotify. Just search for that. And we'll see you next week. 7 Days to Play.